Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Seven People We Need in Our Lives. Hey, before I get into that, I want to just mention that my wife, Wendy, I'm recording this uh, at the end of October 2019, and my wife, Wendy, is doing a 28-day Feasting on the Spirit online experience that you can be a part of. If you just go to our website at Igniting Hope Ministries and look under the Sign Up and Register part of our website, the Sign Up and Register part of IgnitingHope.com, you can find out information on that. And it's just an event that is so good, you know, Feasting on the Spirit, one of Wendy's passions, and she writes about this book and about this in Living from the Unseen. One of Wendy's passions is to connect people's spirit with God's spirit. And it's really, we've done it for years. There's two levels of this. So if you want to participate or want more information, go to IgnitingHope.com, sign up and register. Hey, today, seven people we need in our lives. You know, I'm on staff here at Bethel Church in Reading. And I was in a meeting yesterday with Eric Johnson, who's the senior leader of the local church. And he mentioned that, I wrote this yesterday morning, and he mentioned that, he was talking to us as leaders, and he, he was talking about five people we need in our lives. So I think I got a confirmation, Lord. <laughs> this is something you want me to speak about. You know, when Wendy and I got married, we began to realize that we could not meet all the needs in each other's lives. <laughs> you know, and that's sometimes, you know, we get married or, or we get a new leader or something, and Sometimes we have that romantic view, well, they're going to meet all of my needs. Well, that's just, set, that's just going to set us up for uh, disappointment. And, you know, and we, so we went through a season of disappointment. And certainly through the years, there's been times where, you know, we were disappointed in each other and not meeting each other's needs, but in specific areas. But we began to understand that God has other people in our life, in our lives to meet our legitimate needs. And, and so I say to you today, just we can't look to one type of person. We can't look to one person or even two people who are going to meet our needs. The Lord is going to have different ones. Now, we, we look in even in Ephesians 4, 11 to 12, it talks about the fivefold ministry. He's given us Apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. And that lets us know right there that even as we get input into our lives, as we get kind of rivers flowing into us, that really tells us we need five kind of rivers. You know, the apostolic big picture, uh, conquering, let's advance, uh, river flowing into us, the prophetic, which is not, it's going to be uh, calling us into our destiny, going to give the now word of what God's doing now, and so that we're not just following principles, but we're, we're, we're if His cloud is moving, we move. The pastoral, the people who care for our hearts, the teacher, the, the person who, who gives us the wisdom and, and the insight and, and the practical steps to live out uh, kingdom life and our personal lives, family and beyond. And, and then the evangelist, the person who actually uh, causes us to understand 
you know, the, the necessity of being born again and the connection spirit to God and the gospel and the priority of the gospel in our lives and not losing sight of that. You know, that tells us right there we need, we need different kind of people. I tell my team, I get a new team of third-year students here in, in Reading. We formally call them interns. I get a new team every year and I tell them this. I say, if you can figure out who I am to you and who I'm not to you, then you are going to have a healthy relationship. If you, can, if you can figure out what I bring to you and honor that and, and receive that and not stumble at what you hope I could bring to you and find other people, other fathers and mothers to uh, meet those other needs of your life, then you are going to have a successful relationship with me. Now, who are these seven people? And you know, the this is this is fun. You know, you might make up your own list. Here, here's the type of people I believe that we need. We need the encouragers and cheerleaders <laughs> in our lives. It's kind of like my dog Duncan at home. I mean, he just he always thinks I'm good. He's always encouraging, always wagging his tail, always saying, You're the best master in the world. <laughs> These people inspire us to overcome. They can be irritating at times because they don't seem to emphasize uh, empathy at the highest level, but they are needed to spark and spur us on. They say, you can do this. This is a season of breakthrough for you. God is, is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Hey, here's a testimony of someone who has overcome what you are facing. I think you should listen to Joel Osteen or Steve Backlund every day. <laughs> God's promises are true. Second type of person we need is the challengers. They see where we are compromising or tolerating mediocrity. They are not always fun to experience, but we need their tough love to shake up, uh, shake us up out of stagnation and complacency. They'll say, "What are you doing? Where is this coming from? Why are you doing this? I don't understand. I disagree with what you are doing or thinking. You are better than this." Stop compromising in your behaviors and thoughts and surrender everything to God. You know, these people might be specific people in our lives or just, just critics of us who criticize us for things. And often the, the, we need these challenging people within our lives. Thirdly, it's the, lis the listeners and empathizers. They, they give us the opportunity to process what's going on without judgment, without telling us what to do. And they are able to pull out of us the answers and courage to move forward. It's important, however, that, that these uh, are forward-moving people and not people who are just chronically stuck in their own defeat and victim mindsets. They, they could ask, they could say this, tell me what is really going on. I am so sorry. That sounds so painful. I feel for you. I've experienced this too, and I understand the pain. I stayed up all last night and prayed for you. Tell me more about how you're feeling, how, how important it is. A third, uh, another group is the, the fourth group, I should say. It's the personal historians. These are trusted long-term friends and family members, people who are constant throughout the seasons of life. They can remind us of who we are when the pressure's on. Look at how far you've come. 
Remember when God came through for you last time. He'll do it again. See how the pieces of your story are being woven together. God is doing a mighty work in you. You can stay the course in the finish line. I believe in you. And these, these are, are people who are similar to the encouragers and cheerleaders, but they're people actually who've known us over the long term. And then there's the improvers and visionaries. We need them in our lives. These can be counselors, coaches, consultants, idea people. They help us strategize, pinpoint fears that hold us back, and ask great questions to get us going. Here are three ways we can do that better. What could be possible if you weren't limited by this obstacle? What if there was a better solution? What if money was no object? What would you want to do with your life? And then the sixth is this. It's people for us to disciple and mentor. My good friend Michael Bredour says, Jesus did not say, go into all the world and make good Sunday church meetings. <laughs> no, he said, go into all the world and make disciples. Matthew 28. We need people to disciple and mentor. The body of Christ is a family and we need younger brothers and sisters or you know, people who have not had the experience in the Lord as much as we have and sons and daughters to, to bring with us, to pour into. As we can contribute to the growth and development of others, we not only find a needed outlet for our generosity and, and wisdom, but we also learn from those we encourage and include. You know, so we need people to pour into. And then lastly, we need mentors. These are people who have gone before us and, and have done successfully what we are doing or want to do. Joshua learned from Moses. Elisha learned from Elijah. We can follow the examples of mothers and fathers who are blazing trails ahead of, ahead of us. You know, these are, these are seven great people to have in our lives. The encouragers and cheerleaders, the challengers, the listeners and empathizers, the personal historians, the improvers and visionaries, people, the, the people for us to disciple and mentor, and then the mentors. And you know, these, these voices, these influences can come to us in many forms. Some of them will come to us with people that we don't know personally, but we allow th that to influence us uh, through books, through podcasts, through other, other means. Now, here's what I believe about this. You know, you could be listening right now and you could say, I don't have those people. I wish I had them. Well, I'll tell you a great verse. And most of you know it. Philippians 4, 19. And my God shall supply all your needs. You know, that verse is more than just financial needs. That is uh, every need that we have and the need even for the people. And I believe this as we start believing and start opening our eyes and looking that and, and just get over, you know, what doors are closed and what we wish was happening and open our eyes. John 4.35 says, do not say four months in the harvest. I say, look up and see the fields are white for harvest. He says, don't say it's not happening yet. Look up and see. There's something to connect with right now. And I believe even in this situation that maybe we've got our eyes on what we wish was who was in our life. No, look up. There's, there's somebody. There's something, even if it's small, the size of a, the cloud of the size of a man's fist. There's something to partner with.
So believe that God's going to provide. And I say this, the Lord's going to provide and just give away what you need. And that's such a great key. Wow. Seven people we need in our lives. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hey, if these podcasts are blessing you, tell somebody else about them. And just remember too, we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only people who do not have hope. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's going to have hope. And when somebody gets true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is. And our hope level determines whether we're believing lies or truth. We got a lot of hope, we're believing a lot of truth. If we don't have much hope, we're believing a lot of lies. And there's no condemnation if we're believing lies. But if we don't know what our problem is, we have a real problem. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. You know, just I used to say, Lord, when all my problems are over, then I'll be joyful. <laughs> that, that never happened. I don't need joy at the end of the battle. I need joy in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to be radically joyful. Let's just laugh at that. <laughs> you know, there's, you're, maybe you're battling personal weaknesses, financial situations, uh, un- uncertainty about the future, family situations that concern you health battles, you know, or maybe all of them, you know, join a more convenient season, I will call for you. No, you need strength now. And I say over you, you're going to stir it up. You're going to stir up joy. You're going to stir up that rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, just before I close, here's a couple things that I'm hearing. I'm hearing somebody within the sound of my voice is going to memorize the book of Galatians and is going to start a whole new grace movement. I'm also hearing that somebody within the sound of my voice is going to create an invention, uh, a nutritional uh, invention or an idea of breakthrough that's going to revolutionize the food industry with healthy food. Hey, Steve Backlin here. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, Remember the feasting on the Spirit. And even if it's uh, after November 2019, you can still access that on our website, guidinghope.com, and do that any time of the year. Hey, God bless. We look forward to having you with us again on another podcast. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.